Hello everyone. Well, we've finally done it. We've got to the end of our life group study on the book of Romans and we are currently in episode 29 which is going to be the ultimate episode of this study. And folks, let's face it, it's been an incredible journey. It's been very tough. Um, it's been demanding, yet it's been encouraging. It's also been challenging. So many different things that it's been to us, but we can safely say uh, that it has, in the final analysis, been well worth the effort. We're going to be moving on to a study next term on the book of Acts, and Trevor is going to be giving us an introduction to that. And I think it may be um, encouraging for you to know that whereas Romans uh, fits into the genre of an epistle, a letter, it was written by Paul, obviously, and Paul is very didactic and theological in his approach, whereas Acts falls into a completely different genre, it is a history, it is a story, it is all about the development of the church. So in that sense, it'll be a little bit easier to deal with. And so I think that's an encouraging thing because all of us do relate so well to stories. So let's have a look at today's particular passage, which is going to be Romans 16. I divided this final chapter up into three sections. First of all, there are personal greetings. And those personal greetings sandwich a special appeal that Paul makes to the Roman church. And then finally, there is a benediction. So personal greetings, Paul's appeal, and Paul's benediction. Well, let, let's dive into the personal greetings. And what I'd like you to do is to pause the video and follow the instructions on the screen. Welcome back. Well, I hope you had a good time of reading and discussion. What were some of the things that made an impression on you? And the kind of things that I was looking for are as follows. For example, in verse 3, we see Prisca and Aquila. This was a couple that is also mentioned in Acts. And they were a Jewish couple. And I think it's significant that they risked their necks for, for Paul, they, they, they were prepared to take real risks, but they also worked for all the churches of the Gentiles. So what Paul is doing here is he's just reminding the Gentile Christians as they now prepare to absorb back many Jewish people into the fellowship, that these Jewish people, Prisca and Aquila, have risked their necks for the sake of Paul, for the sake of the gospel, and all the Gentile churches um, throughout Christendom give thanks for them as well. Also notice just the number of names here. And we're told that there are Greek names, that there are Roman names, that there are Jewish names. There are also men mentioned here and there are women. So what Paul is getting across here is that unity is such an important thing and the church is there 
for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're a slave or some sort of fancy person uh, like Erastus. We see there in verse 23 that he was the city treasurer. From slaves to an incredibly influential, powerful man, uh, Erastus, the city treasurer, from Jews to Greeks to Romans, uh, the whole gamut, male, female, all of them. He mentions women here that were, um, were of great use to him in his work and in his ministry. So these are the, some of the things that I was hoping would come out um, of your discussion and what we can learn from them. But let's move on now to Paul's appeal. So once again, pause your video and um, answer the, the questions, follow the instructions there on your screen. Welcome back. What kinds of people should the Romans watch out for? Well, he says there in verse 17, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions. Watch out for divisive people. They're a danger to the church. And then secondly, those who create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. So we've, known, we've uh, seen this in Romans, haven't we, that um, some people were, were causing divisions and obstacles. For example, saying that in order for a Gentile to become a Christian, they also had to become a Jew. They had to be circumcised. They had to follow the Jewish festivals. They had to observe the Sabbath, Sabbath, I beg your pardon, in the ways that Jewish people did. Now, these were unnecessary obstacles, contrary to the doctrine that had been taught. What is it that would identify these people to the Romans? Well, they don't serve the Lord Jesus Christ. But, in contrast, they serve their own appetites. They are characterized by smooth talk and flattery. They are deceptive. We can see all of that in verse 18. Such persons do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites and by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. What should we do? How should we respond to people like this? Well, we should avoid them. I'd also like you to notice in verse 19 that obedience isn't enough if there is naivety. So he says there in verse 19, for your obedience is known to all. He, he, he's acknowledging you're obedient people and he rejoices over it. But I want you to be wise as well. Wise to what is good and innocent to what is evil. Let's not be naive, folks. We can have the best heart attitude to God. We can be obedient, but we mustn't be naive. We must recognize that there are people who are going to be bringing division. There are people who are going to create obstacles. So let's be wise about that sort of thing. And then I love the fact that it says there in verse 20 that the God of peace 
will soon crush Satan under your feet. Folks, a day is coming when we will crush Satan under our feet. And then he says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. It's, it all hinges on the resources that God gives to us through Jesus Christ. So we've had a look at Paul's personal greetings. We've had a look at his appeal. Let's look, last of all, at his benediction. Once again, pause the video, follow the instructions, answer the questions, have some discussion, and then we'll get back together again. Well, here we are um, in Paul's benediction, verses 25 to 27. I asked the question, what is it that strengthens us? Well, the first thing that strengthens us is Paul's gospel. Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel. It is according to the gospel that we are strengthened, Paul's gospel. Then the second thing that we are strengthened by is the preaching of Jesus Christ. And then the third thing is the revelation of the mystery that was kept, kept secret for long ages, but now has been disclosed through the prophetic writings. So folks, you can see how important it is for us. That's why we went through the book of Romans, to understand Paul's gospel, because it wasn't really his gospel as such. It was the gospel of Jesus Christ that he was passing on. That's why it's been so important to get through this book. We must know the preachings of Jesus Christ. That's why as a church we um, read the whole gospel of Luke together. And then we must be strengthened by the revelation of the mystery. How, do, how is this revelation disclosed to us? Well, it's disclosed to us through the prophetic writings. That's what makes the mystery known. And it's the prophetic writings that we use when we're making this mystery known to the nations. Did you pick that up? We must make these things known to the nations, Jews and Gentiles, everybody. And the purpose of it, the purpose of taking the good news about the Lord Jesus Christ making that mystery known by teaching from the prophetic writings is that it brings people to the obedience of faith. Folks, it'll always require faith to be obedient to God. We're always going to have to trust God to be obedient to Him. We want to bring the nations to the obedience of Faith, And then Paul closes off and he says, To the only wise God, be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Folks, the whole purpose of our lives is to bring glory to God. It's to make God famous. It's to reveal to the world this hidden God who created everything so that they would see something of Him in us that we would honor 
and glorify him. To the only wise God be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. And all the people said, Amen.